You're listening to a podcast from Father Peter Smith, St. Columbus Parish, North Leichard, on the 27th Sunday in Ordinary Time. And now here's Father Peter. Our Gospel this evening comes from the Gospel of Mark, uh, this being the 27th Sunday. Some Pharisees approached Jesus and asked, Is it against the law for a man to divorce his wife? They were testing him. He answered them, What did Moses command you? Moses allowed us, they said, to draw up a writ of dismissal and so to divorce. Then Jesus said to them, It was because he was so unteachable that he wrote this commandment for you. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. This is why a man must leave father and mother and the two become one body. They are no longer two, therefore, but one body. So then what God has united, man must not divide. Back in the house, the disciples questioned him again about this, and he said to them, the man who divorces his wife and marries another is guilty of adultery against her. And if a woman divorces her husband and marries another, she is guilty of adultery too. People were bringing little children to him for him to touch them. The disciples turned them away, but when Jesus saw this, he was indignant and said to them, Let the little children come to me. Do not stop them, for it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. I tell you, solemnly, anyone who does not welcome the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. Then he put his arms around them, laid his hands on them, and gave them his blessing. Gospel of the Lord. This can seem a rather tough gospel. It seems as though Jesus is being very harsh. I think it always reminds me of how difficult it is not to put my own modern interpretations on something that was written, you know, 2,000 years ago. So let me try and explain a little bit of the background of this. Moses allowed us to draw up a writ of dismissal, they say to Jesus. To, to look at that, the writ of dismissal that Moses allowed was, of course, only for the men. A man could write a writ of dismissal and thereby divorce his wife. In one sense, Moses was attempting to be kind because if a marriage just broke up, the woman was never free to remarry. Because, remember, in those times, marriage, the woman was seen as being the man's possession, a chattel, if you like. And so Moses was trying to be kind by saying, well, if you are going to separate, if you are going to break up, at least free the woman from being your possession. Doesn't that all sound horrible to our modern ears? But that was the reality back then. So let's get forward to what Jesus was saying. Jesus said, you know, Moses allowed you to draw up that writ of dismissal, but when we look at Genesis, men and women were created as equal and therefore the two became one body. What Jesus, in fact, was doing was kind of countermanding this old thing that it was only the male who had any rights in a marriage. He was trying to say that men and women, in fact, are equal and therefore there shouldn't be divorce at all. Skip forward from that to our own time. Of course, we realise that 
Divorce is a reality in our society, as is cohabitation. You know, I've done oh, hundreds and hundreds of weddings, and the funny part is not one couple has ever said to me that they planned to get divorced when they got married. It's something that nobody actually wants. And yet, of course, it is a reality. And there are certainly times when it's far better for couples to separate than to live with acrimony and to, to constantly be fighting and hurt and indeed violence, as there often is in marriages in our own time, as we know. And, of course, the children being harmed by that reality. So I think Jesus presents for us an ideal, as he does in so many other cases, an ideal which people all strive to live up to. But we, we often don't live up to ideals, do we? We fall short. And that's the reality of the human condition. Jesus also said, be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. I don't know how that's working for all of you guys, but I haven't got anywhere close to it yet. So I just want to go back to this idea of Jesus' concept that men and women are equal. That's something that we still need to learn in our society and especially the society of our church. Tomorrow is the commencement of the plenary council that all the bishops and others are gathering in. I know that one of the things that has gone in to the council, as suggestions when we were all asked for our opinion, is about the rights of women in our church. I don't think that anything is going to change immediately. But my hope is that the plenary council takes this seriously, that they actually listen to the cries and, and the requests and the pleas that people are making in our church. Pope Francis has moved a long way towards far more equality within the church. He's moved a long way to appointing women to top-ranking positions in the Vatican. Just this week, he appointed, I think it was 28 new theologians to be appointed as advisories to the Vatican councils. And of those, there were a significant number of women. One of them is a woman from here in Sydney as well, Sister Isabel. She's currently head of the the Catholic Institute, which trains priests in the seminary, as well as being a theologate for other students who wish to study theology. Pope Francis also, I think, missed an opportunity after the Amazon Synod. At the end of that, there was a big discussion about having female deacons. And sadly, sadly, it went nowhere. It seemed to me that that would have been a great opportunity and a, and a great step forward towards far more inclusive attitudes towards women in the church. I, I'm not sure whether you're aware of it, but the early church used to have female deacons as well as males. And so it seems to me as though it wasn't a big step away from our tradition. Theologically, it seems to me as though there was nothing contrary to our theology, to our beliefs. Other bishops in the world, apart from Francis, didn't quite think that, and so it went nowhere, sadly. As the Plenary Council begins to convene, I think it's going to be one of the hot-button issues that they need to take seriously. But I think we all do too. I think it's important that we recognise that, as Jesus tried to point out, men and women are equal. When it comes back to this marriage thing, it always kind of horrifies me a little bit as I see 
fathers walking their daughters down the aisle of the church to hand them over to the groom because this actually harkens back to that tradition where the father says, she's no longer my responsibility. You have to look after her now financially. She's now your property. I encourage people when I'm celebrating their weddings for both parents to enter with the bride or for the bride and groom to both walk in together, sometimes from the side and join together. I think some of those traditions that we hang on to, we invent new things, new reasons for them. But I think that we need also to invent new ways of respecting each other in church, male and female, old and young. And I love the end of today's gospel. Jesus welcomes little children. It's been part of our mission, hasn't it, here in our parish. That statue reminds me of it every time I walk past it into the church. This is a place where we welcome, hopefully, everybody. I know I've talked too long. One more very quick thing. I had an email this week from a guy who wants to join our community, who wants to be part of coming to Mass here when Mass reopens. In his email, he said, I'm not sure if I'll be able to. Actually, I'm gay, Father, and I live in a, a permanent relationship with a, another man. Would I be welcome in your church? What should my response have been? Well, my response was, of course you're welcome. We'd love to have you as part of our community. And to be honest, sexuality is not what's important about whether you come to church here or not. So with those mm, few too many thoughts in mind today, Let's now turn to our God in prayer. Thank you for listening to Father Peter's podcast. Please join us each Saturday at 5 p.m. live via the link or phone number below.